here right now that was there made? Just made? Alright, so sitting among us is somebody that actually was there when this took place. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna have prayer after we sing. So let's see. Will Sean believe us? Chick Roddy that captured that service and Chick was a deacon at the time at this church and um, and for whatever reason maybe the providence of God captured for us the dedication service of this building um, how many was here when the old building how many remember a white building 
Okay, five. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah, we That's, were married in the old church. All right, married in the old church. Um, 1932, and we have some of the history books of New Providence up here. This is not necessarily just um, just about that, but but uh, there's something in this that is spiritual to me because there were some men and women that made a commitment. They made a commitment to God. And uh, I want you to know that I'm saved today, not because of them, but they were part of it. They had a hand in my salvation. Because they were the ones who followed God and obeyed Him. And a church was built and then another church was built. And I didn't have anything to do with those things. I am the recipient, you see, of such a spiritual heritage. And some of you have been uh, born again in this very church. Only five of you ever seen the first one. But this building, all of us that are here, have a reason to be here. And we treasure it as, what, as a piece of our spiritual heritage. And so I hope this is a blessing to you. It is to me. Uh, most of you will not remember many of the men that will preach today. They're all gone. They're all gone. And uh, that was 52 years ago when this was captured on audio. And uh, we're replaying it uh, 52 years later. And they're all gone. Let me say this. In 52 years, I will be gone. <laughs> but they may not. There is still a reason that we do what we do. And we do it with all of our heart. Regardless of the cost, we do it because there is a reason that transcends who we are. This church is not just a building, it is a people, and it stands for something that is greater. Stands for a better way. A Christ that loves a sinner. I'm grateful to God. I'm so grateful to be part of it. Um, are we recording this? He is. So, 50 years from now, there may be another celebration. Right? It would be at that point 140 years as a church. There may be another celebration. One of your grandchildren may be the pastor. One of mine may be the pastor. One of them may be the deacons or the deacons' wives. You see what I'm saying? There is a reason that we do. There's a reason to celebrate, number one. Surviving anything for 90 years is a feat in this present world. Uh, But for it to be a godly thing and something that has spiritual relevance, I believe it's worthwhile. So if we don't do anything else today, I hope we inspire you to support your church. Love it. Commit to it. Give yourself to the cause and the purpose. It's not because we're trying to drum up business. It's because there's a kingdom and a God to be served. And the reason we are here matters. What we're doing matters. And uh, if (laughs) God knows Terry's coming, There'll be a day that I'll be gone. Somebody else will have to. It'll have to matter to them. It'll have to be important to them. And I hope to God that everybody in here takes it to heart and recognizes that this is because of him. 
And when we do what we do, the passion that we do it with, it should be with all of our heart because Christ is worthy. And it is important that there is a church in the Six Mile community who shine the light of Christ to those who believe. That's a brief introduction. This is the actual machine that recorded it. What was that? <laughs> um, and, and David has done a tremendous job of taking what was a reel of tape and then, and then putting that digitally so it kind of cleans it up and also gives it to us in bites so that we can share it. And so there's a lot of things that David has done on the technological side that makes this better for us. But what you're going to actually hear is the service that took place that day. Um, so I'm going to start us uh, with prayer, but then we're, going to, then we're going to hear Paul Taylor's introduction to the service and uh, his prayer as well. No, not his prayer, the introduction. All right. Would you bow your heads with us? Father, we thank you for such a treasure today, something that gives us all an important reminder that what we're doing is not necessarily just for the now, but there could be a day when it's important to someone else. Maybe it's our family, maybe it's another. But regardless, I pray that 50 years from now, that there's still a church in the Six Mile community that loves you more than they do anything else. That there's still a people here. And I pray that many of those people are the people of the people that's here now. I pray that they'd be faithful to this church, support it, and lift up Christ in this community and in their homes and in their families. Make this a blessing to us. Inspire us with this simple thing that we also might be the church of tomorrow, for we ask it today. In Jesus' name, amen.
to come and be with us. And we want the Lord's name to be glorified, to be lifted up, to be honored in everything that's done this evening. All the way through, I believe, in the last two years, almost now, since the basement was dug for the building, God has had the credit for everything that's done. We've not been here all the time during the building working. We've been here a whole lot of the time. But every time that we've been around, people didn't say, I've done this or you've done that. God has been given the glory for it. It's only through him, through his great help, through his great leadership that the peace, the love, and the joy that's been in the work that's been done here. You know, when David began to talk about building a house for the Lord, there at Jerusalem, the Lord told him to prepare the material to begin to get ready, but he couldn't build it, and that his son would build. When Solomon took the reign of the king of Israel, he began to make ready and begin to go out and bring things in. The Lord was speaking to David, I believe he told him, he said, Only them that can come with a free will offering accept. That has been done all the way through this, ever since 1960. What people wanted to give, they give. There's been no begging. What people didn't want to give, they didn't have to. Them that couldn't give, how pray and work for the glory of God. You know, it gives my heart great joy to see you to be here. We have just a little bit of history that we're going to read about the church that we've tried to prepare. Just a few words, not very much. We want God to have the glory and we want His good spirit to rule and to reign the seed. And I believe that there's about six pastors besides myself that are still living. I don't know whether they're all here this evening or not. These two, there's been nine of us pastors. The best I can find out since the church was organized that has been here as pastor. Two of them have gone on to be with the Lord. But there's six that's still living. An arm was extended from the Chilhai Primitive Baptist Church on November the 8th, 1930 to the Six Mile Community Elder George S. Taylor was called pastor the on the first Saturday of March of 1932. Then the next day, the first Sunday in March, the New Providence Church was organized in the new frame building that had been built with 17 members. This building was dedicated July the 3rd, 1932. As time went on, there was a need for a new building. June the 4th, 1960, the church agreed to start a building fund and to have $10,000 in the fund before the building was begun. April the 12th, 1968, the basement for the new church was finished with $11,033.43 in the building fund. The first Saturday night in March, 1969, we moved into the new building at the first regular service. The good Lord keeps, kept supplying the needs. 
the means until the building was finished. The first Saturday in March, 1970, all bills were paid off and the building was finished. The total cost of the church is $23,677.44. That's just a very, very short history, but we wanted to read that. We're going to get right on in the service. We want to pray at this time. We want you to feel welcome. We believe in an altar prayer. I believe this evening we ought to, every person that's here, do our best for the Lord. If you're not welcome, if you don't feel welcome this evening, we don't know how to say anymore to make you feel free to worship the Lord. We thank God for what he's done here. We thank the people, the friends, and the New Providence Church for what you've done. God has richly blessed. I told the church the other night, I believe that he was like Boaz, God, to the New Providence Church. was like Boaz was to Ruth when she is gleaming in the field. I believe, brethren, that every once in a while God pitched off an extra bundle of wheat to us here at New Providence. We thank the Lord for the people through the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God have made it possible for us to be here. We want everybody that feels led of the Lord this evening. We want to thank God in this prayer for what he's done for us. Everyone at will at this time, we want you to come to the altar and pray with us. If you don't feel led to come to the altar, you pray where you are. And then we're going to turn the song service back over to Brother Kenneth. He wanted me to go ahead, but... Our brother Kenneth Sarah Songwriter here, we thank the Lord for him. It's through God's great love and his mercy that he's here this evening due to sickness. We want him to just leave the service. If you're here, you have a song to sing this evening. We want you to sing it for the glory of God. Because this is a dedication service, it's no different to any other of our services. We know that it's new to us. We know without the Lord people, all oh, the seed and how little we are. We know without the good spirit of God, without the leadership, we can never stand. But the seed and we've come in the name of the Lord. We want everyone at will at this time to come to the altar and let's pray. So you just raise up out of your seat right now and come. Everyone at will. We'll ask for the Lord to be white in. To lead the prayer. Let us all pray with everybody. Anybody want to join us in prayer?
pride and fears led of the Lord to pray and to do what God would have us to do. At this time, you go right ahead and sing for the kingdom, whatever. There the Lord leads you, or you just take charge of it. Close in the special singing and go ask my father to come and preach. <clears throat> I a lot of things maybe here that I don't know. Well, I'll just call on the ones that I know. And uh, I know it's Ben and Mary come in. Are they going to sing with them? That's it. Juanita, you and the girls going to sing? Stay here, JB. They going to sing? Come on, sing with me. You know what I'm saying? Is <laughs> anybody else here saying? Jim Macklemore here? I hope there's somebody saying all this crap. <clears throat> Nobody else saw him sing? Well, <clears throat> we'll sing one then. Pray for us, we try to sing. We haven't sung in about three months. It's Yeah. 
time. But I thank the Lord that I do have that hope that someday all these troubles will be over. No sickness. Troubles of any kind. We'd like to try the same next. I made a vow. And I thank the Lord that I did one time. I, <coughs> I don't believe there's anybody that feels their unworthiness any more than I do. But I made a vow one time to the Lord if he had let me live that I'd get right. I thought that was doomed. Well, I was. The night that I got saved, I got over that. It just felt just like I didn't weigh it half an ounce. The one time I had a terrible feeling, I'd heard a preacher say at one time, not Throw no slur at anybody. But he come across in his message a thing that cut me to the heart and made me believe that I couldn't be saved. But I'm glad that there's another preacher come along that had the right words to say. And listen to this song. I made a vow.
thing that I can only say this evening is just praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. You know, I guess that's grown in my ears more than any other saying that ever I heard in my life is to praise God from whom all blessings flow. I'm indeed happy this evening, my dear friend, for this privilege. I don't know whether there's anybody in this house that's had a greater blessing or a greater privilege in their life than I have or not. If they have, I don't see how they can live under This church in 1932 called me as their first pastor. And I served in nearly 16 years, doing the best that I could. There's many things maybe that I've done that wasn't right, but I've been traveled up and down this valley over to my home. When I leave home to come down here, I begin to pray to God Almighty that He would take care of me. This evening, my dear friends, this is the second dedication of a house that I've been in here at this place. I was pastor here nearly 16 years. I've buried lots of people out here. I've visited lots of sick. And I went and eat, slept in their home. And you know, there's not very many of them left today. I got to uh, study, and I called Sister Ellie Cagley the other evening and talked to her about it. And there's only four, four members living that was in the dedication of the old church over here. I'm left this evening, my dear friend, for some cause I don't know why. I don't know how that I could bear a rare blessing that I have uh, since I heard about this church going to be dedicated today. I'm not able to preach if ever I was physically able. I'm not as physically able as I used to be. But I'll just do what the Lord will hold me up to do. That's all I can do, my dear friend. If I fall down in this pull-up pit, I want to tell you people I'm ready to meet God. I know better than my mother was that fell over dead in the church house down here at Lawless Chapel while I was trying to hold a funeral. I know better than Brother Pete Poring that died in the pool.
pulpit while he was preaching. Whenever God gets ready for me, <coughs> I'm ready to go. And this evening, my dear friends, whatever preaching I may do, I don't know whether to do any or not. But will you pray, God Almighty, that he will come down to clothe me with that uh, righteous garment and hold me up that I might say what he would have me to say out here this evening. I'm going to read more scripture probably than I'll uh, preach, but that's all right. This is the dedication of this building and uh, the church uh, is uh, going to dedicate it this evening. And I want to say, oh, it was a talking about uh, you people of uh, giving to this uh, building fund. I'm going to read you something out of God's word uh, that he said to do, and he will bless you for it. <coughs> I said something at home about the people are doing that here. And I said, they never went hungry. They never went naked. Brethren, let me tell you, whenever you step out upon the all-tied arm of God Almighty, He's able to take care of you. And He will lead you. And He will sustain you. And He will supply all of your needs. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store, as God has prospered him, that there will be no gatherings of when I come. Did you ever hear of anything like that, my dear friends? Ah, this church, ah, by the help of God Almighty, ah, set forward, a goal to go to. And then he just dipped in, uh, just turning out on these ridges, uh, like a bunch of scattered sheep, uh, without anything to do, uh, without anything to live on. Uh, but he uh, took care of your needs. He, uh, he uh, sustained all your uh, living hair. And I can say this much, my dear friend, uh, that you people, you good people that have done this building, uh, that you look better to me, you look sweeter to me uh, this evening and ever you did. I am not alive, uh, brethren. Uh, if I, uh, I should break down and go to shouting a praise of the God Almighty, I want you uh, to help me out if you feel like shouting uh, while I am trying to preach. Uh, brethren and sisters, uh, you will not hinder me. Uh, no, sir, you will not. I remember one time uh, that I was in a meeting, uh, and there was some uh, 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 old sisters uh, uh, that had scattered through that house. Uh, and before I got through preaching, uh, uh, they were going to shout uh, the praises of God Almighty. Uh, they come into the uh, pulpit, uh, and they begin to praise God Almighty. That uh, fire rate free and redeeming grace. And I, uh, my dear mother, uh, I was one of them. 
Ah, uh, yes, sir, she was. And so, people, uh, you have done a great work uh, uh, through the Almighty God. Uh, I'm not praising you uh, anymore uh, than one God <coughs> I would praise you for. Uh, so I feel like I'm a friend that you've done what your scripture said. Uh, that on the first day of the week that you laid aside, uh, you in store as God has prospered you. Uh, brother, uh, he prospered you uh, in this work. Uh, he certainly did. Uh, and so, uh, this evening, uh, my dear friend, your face looks brighter. Uh, it looks uh, uh, brighter than ever I uh, saw it in my life. I go on, keep going on. Uh, God Almighty, uh, I am going to take a call for you uh, some of these times. Uh, will you be ready? Uh, you have laid aside uh, by the side of you, and God has prospered you. And uh, He uh, has prospered you well. And so uh, I want to read some more scripture. As I go along, I'll be flying over in Matthew, uh, the 16th uh, chapter in the 19th version. He says, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Uh, my friend, uh, can you see anywhere uh, that anybody uh, has made uh, any pain in your own step? Uh, can you see where uh, that God uh, has called you uh, probably to get up earlier on Sunday morning uh, than any other time uh, through the week and you made your way uh, to this house uh, to praise Him? I with people uh, here at this place. Uh, then, uh, this, uh, uh, there used to be a grove around here, the old house, uh, that uh, uh, they would come there uh, with horses and buggies uh, and they would walk. You would hear them come through the woods uh, shouting the praises of God Almighty uh, because uh, that he uh, was visiting them. Uh, so, uh, my dear friend, if you desire evermore, I stand before you. I want to say to you uh, this evening, if I should uh, receive I uh, intelligence uh, that I go on, brethren, don't weep for me. Uh, no, sir, uh, don't weep for me. I would rather uh, that uh, you would rather around uh, my courts uh, and go to shouting uh, the praises of God Almighty uh, than anything uh, that uh, you would do. Uh, so, uh, my friends, uh, this is one of the greatest one of the greatest blessings I can't, I can't understand why that God Almighty has saved me all these 
75 years I part of two here. I can't understand it. I know, sir, I can't. God has been so good to me. The only thing I say, as I said a while ago, I have to pray God from all whom all blessings flow. We find that in the 133rd Psalm and the first version, I shall behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to come together in unity. Brethren, I believe that there is unity here for this evening. I certainly do. I believe this unity here. I believe that God Almighty is there. You need to try to make me believe anything else but what God's Spirit is there. He's blessing you. Uh, uh, so we find it is that we're talking about uh, telling Peter uh, that thou art Peter and upon this rock uh, I will build my church uh, and the gates of hell uh, shall not prevail against it. Uh, brethren, go over what that Bible says and he will uh, lead you. Uh, you need to be afraid of the enemy. You need to be afraid of Satan, uh, because uh, God uh, said there uh, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Just think about it, brethren. I'd rather be in the church of the living God. I'd rather be there than anywhere in this life than ever I was. I, I wouldn't I was made my profession when I was 12 years old and I joined the church and I'm going to tell you I'm not boasting and saying a word about what I've done but there's one thing the devil never has got me back farther than where that God saved my soul as far as you can beat me he pursued me many but he came to it as though esteeming my dear friend we find over there that Paul said to study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed but rightly dividing the word of truth that a Satan sinner might be his portion in due season. Brethren, some of the greatest promises in the word of God Almighty that ever I read of in all my life. You can just read all the newspapers you want to, but you can't find anything that will beat the word of God Almighty. Uh, because it is the word of God and is still given by inspiration. It's inspired by God Almighty for this men uh, that knew something about uh, salvation. Brother and I have seen several things come and go. Uh, there is one thing that I do know something about and that is the salvation of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It made me feel greater than anything in this world uh, that ever has uh, come across me. Uh, so, uh, just pray for me, brothers. 
I'm not, I can't, a preacher. I never have been able to preach, but I'll do the best that I can. And I'm going to show you something else. A fear of that God has likened the church of the living God. And it's something that there is nothing else that is like. He says, mine heritage is unto me as a speckled bird. His heritage is unto him as a speckled bird. You know a speckled bird has a different color in it. The church of the living God has different ordinances. It takes a conversion. It takes a salvation of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it takes baptism. It takes joining the church. Uh, present people will tell you that they can live just as good outside of the church uh, that, as they can in it. I'll tell you, my friend, they cannot do it. Yeah. Oh, sir, they can't. Uh, I studied to show thyself. I proved unto God uh, a workman uh, that needed not uh, to be ashamed of. I have been out uh, lots of times uh, to do, uh, put up a building, uh, and a man would give me a blueprint of it and told me to take that uh, and do uh, work by it. Uh, so God Almighty has given us uh, a blueprint uh, here for us to go by. Uh, to me tell you uh, I uh, well, I don't know. I don't know whether I can keep that or not. Uh, brother, uh, I'm getting burnt. Uh, I'm getting night oil. Uh, uh, studying uh, uh, the Word of God. Uh, that He might uh, show me something uh, in there uh, that would keep me uh, along this ladder. Uh, the, uh, the church uh, is in the heritage. Uh, in like a great uh, speckled bird. Uh, my different, uh, dear friend, he has a plumage of different colors. Uh, uh, that shows that there is different things uh, in the church uh, of the living God. I saw in the person one time about a uh, point we're going to have a uh, foot washing meeting. And I asked him uh, to go with us. And she says, no, I can't do it. I don't know anything about it. I said, did you ever read the Bible? I said, if you have, it will tell you what to do. I just read the Bible. So, my friend, I'm trying to get along just as fast as I can. And so, we find that when there was a building of the temple, we find that out of one, I could join her. But old Solomon went out, and he and her, he bought a boy, a hard him a man, and to go out there, and he took him out in to the tall cedars of Lebanon. He took him out there, out of where there was something that was great, there was something that was wonderful, and there he knew down. Uh, the tall cedars of Lebanon. Uh, I mean, took every uh, their accent. He took off every knot. Uh, there was no uh, objection uh, when uh, they went to put that timber uh, into the building. Uh, and then uh, they 
I took it down to the sea. Uh, can, uh, can you not see uh, where I uh, like the church of uh, the living God is going out in uh, to the world uh, and talk to unconverted people uh, and uh, I did, uh, talk to them about salvation uh, and after a while the uh, Lord would come down uh, in his great power and they would fall down and then uh, they begin to cry. And the workmen, I uh, would cut all the, uh, the knots, all, all that timber. And then, uh, after a while, I would see him come up to the altar. And there, uh, uh, God Almighty, I would uh, come and work with them. And after a while, uh, that they would I raised from my seat, uh, shouting the praises of God Almighty. Uh, brethren, it don't make any difference to me how many uh, is shouting uh, the praises of God Almighty. Uh, while I am trying to preach the word of God, it won't make no difference with me. It won't hurt me in this world. I still we find uh, that uh, and it can pass. Uh, when Hymn heard the words of Solomon, that he uh, rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be, blessed be the Lord this day, which hath given unto David a wise son over his great people. And Hymn sent to us, uh, Solomon saying, I have considered all the things which thou sendest to me. Concerning timber of cedar and concerning a timber of fir, and my servant I shall bring them from Lebanon unto the sea, and I will convey them by seed. I include those onto the place like where they are at the end of the building. Uh, brethren, uh, uh, God Almighty, I showed old Hanover uh, how many of uh, these tall cedars uh, uh, that was to be uh, a few town uh, and brought down to the sea. Uh, brethren, uh, have you ever seen uh, anybody uh, that ever went and uh, had the profession of the religion of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, that ever went into the the water, uh, brethren, when the dear old man of God uh, put me down uh, into the water, it was uh, uh, much ice, uh, and I come out of there, and my mother told me, said, George, you had the sweetest smile uh, that ever I saw on your face uh, there, uh, because uh, that God Almighty uh, had uh, took away all of these sins uh, from you. Blessed be the name of God. I wouldn't uh, give a part uh, that my pains uh, told me uh, concerning uh, the power of God uh, that for anything in this world, brethren, don't try uh, to lead uh, my, not my mind off from it. I want uh, the church of the living God to do according uh, to this Bible. And so we find 
That handy house, when it was in building, was filled off stones, made ready to pour with brought thither. So there was neither hammer, nor axe, nor any tool of iron heard in the house a while uh, that it was, birth, was being built. Brother, did you ever hear uh, of a building like that? Uh, it is the house of the living God. God Almighty uh, made his workmen. I uh, know what they wanted them to do. And they didn't do uh, probably like I uh, might have done, or somebody else might have done. Uh, they didn't uh, 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 try to change it uh, some other way. Brethren, just give me uh, this word of God and let me go on. Uh, the way that God Almighty uh, is leading me, uh, brethren, I wouldn't give that for nothing uh, in this world. I told your people in closing, I'm going to have to give down. I am this today, but let me tell you, just go on in the way that you're going. In the presence of Almighty God, and He will guide you in the way
chapter 8. I want to read two verses. Or three verses. Beginning at uh, verse 27. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less this house that I have built. Yet have thou respect unto thy prayer of thy servant, and to his supplications, O Lord, my God, to hearken unto the cry and to the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee today. That thine eyes may be open toward this house, night and day, even toward the place of which thou hast said, My name shall be there, that thou mayest hearken unto the prayer which thy servant shall make toward this place. Now over in the book of Psalms, in the 66th chapter, uh, beginning at the 18th verse, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God hath heard me, he hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Here's what I want you to get. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Uh, Back in 1960, as Brother Hoyle said, in June the 4th, when the church was gathered together in a business session, there was a building fund started. And up until 1968, or 67, 68, It was only $11,033 taken in. In 23 months' time, the Lord, the Lord, brought about almost $13,000. We didn't do it. God done it. What I'm getting at is this. This is the power, I believe, that the new providence Church pray! Thank God from the top of the building time. If God would be at it, so not to let it be built. I prayed the power in it time. Thank God God has poured out a double portion of his holy spirit. 
Praise the name of God. We ought to be the happiest people in the world. Amen. I'm not talking about the whole denominations. I'm talking about the gospel of the Lord and Savior. Amen. Jesus Christ saves a lot of people. Gets turned around a lot of time. When they think about a primitive Baptist church, but praise God, this is one place where they preach the gospel of the Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ, we believe and stand upon the word of God and preaching it. The way that the power of God leads us to preach it. Amen. By the name of God, we welcome you. Anytime you wish to come to your providence church, you have an invitation. You're welcome to come. We want you to feel free in the spirit. We want you to worship God, not look at us. Thank God I know that God is real to everyone that called upon him as a message was today whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Praise the name of God. I'm glad that God don't put no difference between people. Jews or Greek, whatever color, whatever creed he is, God is the same. Amen. He has no respect to person. So the word of God said, I perceive that God is no respect of person. In every nation, kindred, and tongue. He that fears God and works with righteousness is accepted of him. Amen. I know that God's heard the prayers of the people. Great new providence. Praise God. It's just a little building. It's nothing fancy about it. It's the way God planned it. And I can say more than that. But two years that we've been working at it. Thank God they've never been a false word. You may not believe that, but God hold up my hand to God that I'm telling you the truth. Everything is work just right. The way this is talking about the building of Solomon Bill. Thank God it's a place to worship God and praise the name of God. We want it to be dedicated to God. Amen. From the back, That's right. A place where God's spirit will always be free. Amen. I'd like to preach a long time, because I'm not able. Thank God I'm glad. Thank God for the privilege and opportunity of feeling the Spirit of God. Amen. I hope the day will soon come when I can get back in the harness just right. God bless My prayer to God is, for every church is represented, you obey the Spirit wherever you're at. Amen. You do that because God can't bless a halfway Christian. That's not in the thing, no way. That's the truth. That's right. You're part of your Christian. You ain't on fire for him or you're working directly against him. Just well to tell the truth. Your own life will prove it. That's right. Your deeds will be made manifest. They'll come before you. Not only that, but they'll come before God. May God bless you if I'm Hello. <laughs> Next, we're going to call on Brother Lewis Whitehead. He's one of our former pastors, one of our former members, and served on the building committee. While we thank the Lord for it, Brother Lewis. <coughs> We'd like to say this evening it's a real joy to our hearts to be able to be back at the house of God and to meet with our many friends and our loved ones and to hear 
the wonderful words that we have heard here this evening. I know I can't preach like these other preachers, and I'm not going to try to. But looking back, I was studying as both of them were preaching here, Brother Taylor and Brother Douglas, Sal, and seeing the things that God has allowed us to see since 1960, it thrilled my heart and my soul to see the peace and harmony that God can bring about in his people. I don't have words this evening to speak and that you might know, that you might understand how I feel in my heart. I like Brother Taylor was all I can say and really get a long story making sure you thank God for his marvelous work. We've seen the high tides come here and we've seen the low tides. But God said he'd be that way. Brother Douglas read some scripture in the book of Psalms and I I don't want to hold what I don't want to wear, but I don't understand here or said here, let somebody stand on my back and preach. The word of God is to try to uh, preach myself, but this service today, I've, lo I've longed for it. It's been something burning in my life ever since this thing has been purposed in the hearts and the minds of God's people. I've seen God work wonders, miracles that the world can't believe that. It's hard even for the children of God to understand what God can do, and I thank you for it. I'm going to read about three or four verses of Scripture, talking just for a few minutes by the help of the good Lord, and while you pray, I'm, I'll read them truly. I'm not able to preach. I've been sick for about a month, and I can't hardly get my strength back to save my life, but I'm not making uh, an excuse. God called me to preach the gospel. I find many times where the Lord was ready on his journey. He didn't heal me like those days that he did. But he went on. It's in 1 Kings chapter 6. Brother Douglas read over in, in chapter 8. I want to uh, drop down to verse 11 uh, and read three or four verses there. And the word of the Lord came unto Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which thou art in building, if thou wilt walk in my statutes, statues and my judgments and keep all my commandments to walk in them with them will I perform my words with thee which I spake unto thy father David and I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel God has spoke to his people he has he is and he will just as long as God has a people upon the face of the earth. We're not talking about the building that we look up at here this evening. It's beautiful. It's nice. And I'm giving God the honor. I'm giving God the glory for every nail that was drove in this building from one end to the other. For I read in the New Testament where the Bible says to give honor to whom honor is due. Amen. In 1960, as we <clears throat> tried by the help of God to pastor the church, when 
the church of the living God when they come together and saw that there was a need of something of bigger, not something nicer or better, but God, my friend, don't uh, I pick the nice places to dwell, but God wants the clean places. And God wants a place, my friend, where his people can meet uh, uh, together and worship God in spirit uh, uh, and in truth and uh, uh, how the place that we could teach our children uh, of the fear of God that they might walk in the way uh, of the Lord. That's what uh, uh, the Lord said to Solomon. He said, if you, uh, I will walk in my ways and keep my judgments uh, and my commandments. Then will I, uh, I dwell with my people Israel and I'll never forsake them. Uh, all right, you listen to me. I base a thing or two. Uh, I want to talk about how Brother Taylor told us about the building and how it started. Brother Douglas come right home with the message. But after the building was built, my friend is where I want us to go to for a few minutes. Now this evening is this day. I was sent here to dedicate our best building to the Lord. Jesus Christ. Uh, Brother Taylor said he was here at the other end. Uh, I remember I was nine years old. Uh, I remember as well. Uh, as it hadn't been ten years ago, Brother George. Uh, I'll never forget her. Uh, I was in the first service of the old church. Uh, I was here on the dedication day. Uh, and thank God I've lived. Uh, uh, through the mercy of God to see uh, another day like that. Uh, all right, you listen to me. Uh, uh, God told Solomon, he said, Solomon, uh, uh, everything you uh, have finished the building uh, and that you will do the things that I uh, have commanded you to do. Uh, he said, then will I dwell uh, uh, with my people Israel and I'll never forsake them. Uh, all right, they were some. Uh, I think that Solomon uh, uh, had to live up to. Uh, and don't you get me wrong to see me. Uh, I, I'm not... Uh, I say by my dues. I'm not saved by my don'ts. I'm saved by the grace of God. I'm through faith in the Son of God. I'm brother in a witnessing what the Holy Ghost of God will do for a man. I'm brother, you listen to me. I'm now a Solomon. I built the building and he had its ornaments inside. As I look back here this evening, as I look in here, I'm told the way how the God's Bible describes how the temple, how the Solomon mill. I don't see any gold in here, but it's fine. It's good enough. I, brother, I believe with all my heart. But if we could open our eyes this evening and see the Son of God in our presence, and He be pleased with what has went on. I do 
churches today. I think of the mercy seat. Brother, I look at the mourner's page. And I'll never forget the night I said, there's no power in this page. But glory to God, you listen to me. He has his purpose. He has his place. And he calls him the mercy seat. I was building place in Solomon's temple. I see him as a I was too cherubim. Now the Bible said, Brother Wing, I spread one after the other. I one on that end, and the other out here with the wing, together with her faces. I court one another. I thank God it represented of a guardian angel of a stomach. I when a spinner man or a woman comes down on the mourner's face or the mercy seat, whatever. Years roll by, I 
when the doors were open. I saw the faithful come through the heat, the rain, the cold, and go all of that, and pour the burden of the church, brother. They stand by the church of the living God. Hey, brother. Anything. I ain't going to give away, but I do want to say this to the church and to everyone that's here. If I have ever been in a service with you anywhere, you've been a blessing to me. You certainly have. I don't care who you are, where you're from. I don't care how much you know, how little you know. It's always been a blessing to look upon your face in the house of God. Let's all walk according as the way that the Lord has commanded us. I'm not saying about keeping the Ten Commandments. I'm not, I'm not preaching that you've got to keep the Ten Commandments. Don't you get me wrong. But God has commanded us to walk uprightly and fear God, and he would dwell with us. And pastors, preachers, whoever you might be, if you've ever pastored a church, if you've never, Always stay on the side with God, and you'll never get in trouble. But whenever you depart and leave the Lord, you're headed for trouble just as straight as you can go. I'm going to quote you just one verse of scripture to close. Solomon said, If I people which are called for my name might be worse, it would be righteous. My people which are called for my name will humble say. He would say, exalt yourself. He says, humble yourself. And pray. And seek God's face. And turn from your wicked ways. Then, God says, well, I hear from heaven. I will give you shoes. And I heal the land. May God bless you.
offer your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now in this prayer, we're offering God the house, which is already his, but with our heart we're turning over to him and asking him then to continue to take up his abode. When we began to a year ago, the first Saturday night in March, we moved over here the first time, or the first regular service, <coughs> people come to me and they said, Oh, well, I dread to leave the old building. <coughs> I'm afraid the Lord won't be over there. I remember the last message, the text, was getting ready to move. When the Lord spoke to Moses, he told him to sanctify the people mm -hmm. and to get ready to move. There's going over the next morning. And from that time forward, God has been, he was with us before. When we come into this new church, the Lord come there. He's been there the last three Sundays, with exception of today. There's been people saved. Amen. It's been that way every Bible that we counted 17. Last fall. It's been that way all the time. The Lord is here. Us in this prayer asking to continue to dwell there. We us all, everyone that will at this time. Preachers, everybody raised and come to the altar. And us pray. Ask for the Lord to lead us in prayer. It don't matter where you're a member of this church or not. You're here you want to pray. Let's let God have his way. said they couldn't preach. <laughs> they sure did preach, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, it's the same God. Yeah. Yeah. The same God. Um, I messed it up. We're supposed to have our altar prayer right now, but I had it earlier. Um, what they were praying was to dedicate the church at that time. And um, we'll have to get to heaven before I can think of um, most of those men I did get to meet. Uh, Hall was my pastor when I got saved, and uh, he was my pastor when I was called to preach. Actually, Bo Thomas was the year I was called to preach. He was the one before. But, um, a lot of memories we saw. You know, you saw a lot of changes too. So you got to see pictures of what the old church looked like, and then now what it looks like. Um, going on 18 years now this way. Um, but we've, we've got a little bit more to share, and uh, we want to do that now. We're just going to pick right off where we left off. Um, we, we were going to sing, but we're going to, can we wait and do that at the end? All right. Let's start right back up with the next one. greatest services you've ever been in. The Spirit of the Lord, the, the way that God has come in His power. There is nobody here this evening that attempt, I don't believe, to go away from this house and say that God hadn't been in the arrangements to see. We do thank the Lord for everyone that's come. We ask you to come back and be with us sometime. You can't come, you pray for us, please. I know that you said, <coughs> so many 
many times in the building where poor people, them that couldn't give, I believe they prayed, people, with all my heart, I do. We started to ask us to make a stench in the building in the beginning of it. Light them off to the dining room and started to draw. I asked God that if he couldn't be in it to stop it right then, Brother, the Lord has still all the way, and he's still here. Amen. He'll still be here if we won't cry in his judgments Amen. and his statutes. That's what God wants Amen. us to do. That's what he requires of us. God requires some things. <coughs> we meet in requirements, then it's good to be here. We had talked some about the services tonight. There's a lot of sickness in the community. I wonder what the church thinks about it. Do you want surgery or do you want to rest tonight? Someone speak up. Brother Hall, you're the pastor. You just uh, do whatever you think the Lord wants to do. I never was much for calling in services, but Amen. We've been sick. God bless you. I've hardly been able to be for other times. Bless you, Lord. Like there's so much sickness. If it's agreeable, we'll be back next Sunday morning at 9 30. I know that God is real people. I know we can pray them alone. I do believe with all my heart. Getting up in the evening that we ought to call our service in tonight. We can worship the Lord. We can meet other people. If that's the way we want it. And do what God wants us to do. Us to remember our services. If there's one person that objects to that, if you will speak, we'll be here. Is there one? If not, us remember our services next Sunday morning. At 9.30, our Sunday school preaching service following then our service Sunday night. Everybody will pray a lot. Everybody, anytime you'll come, you're welcome if you promise. Pray for us. Ask God to bless us. Whatever church you go to from, we bid you Godspeed. We ask you to live humbly before the Lord and hold the church up as a light to the lost and dying world. I didn't stay in the house. If, uh, if uh, the saints is on here, I'd like them to sing uh, another song before the close. Reach out and touch the hand of the Lord. And that's what we need to do. That's the only way that we'll ever be able to make it through. Brother Hall, if you can, I, I have a prayer request that I was asked to make here today. Brother Sam Everett and Sister Samantha was in a car wreck this morning at the Wentworth. Sister Samantha is in bad shape, shattered collarbone, and ribs broken, possibly a lung puncture, and back in. One of the nephews asked me to make this request here that you people remember when you pray. You know, I believe in prayer. Amen. And I believe this evening. 
she's getting ready to play and uh, I believe she can't. <laughs> I want to read just a verse of scripture. I'm not going to preach. I know them other fellas sitting there not going to
what a blessing to my soul. Obviously, to some of us, it means more than others. A lot of those pictures were faces that we're familiar with. Um, that goes back into a long ways of my life as a, as a child growing up in this church and uh, hearing those men preach. Uh, I, I never heard of George Taylor in person. He was uh, dead, I think, before my time or, or shortly after. I was, I was actually here, but a lot of them I remember. And, uh, there's, there's a heritage that comes with being a child of God. And I'm not just talking about uh, having been raised in church. Some of you have been fortunate enough to have the advantage of being raised in a godly church. And some of you have not. And that's not the issue but to know that your name is written there and that you're now a part of a family. Uh, to me, what we've experienced this afternoon is a simple reminder that God is faithful. When there's a people that will make a commitment to God and surrender their lives to Him, you'll find that God is present. Uh, look around you. 90 years later, there's still faith. There's still people uh, there's still people being saved. And I give God the praise for that. I thank Him that we've got a place that we can come to, that we can attend, and that we can expect God to be in the midst of. Uh, I just want to read from uh, the book of Hebrews this evening, just the 12th chapter, verse 2. And I just want to leave to you uh, a commitment I hope that you'll make. If you want to play, you just start. Hebrews 12, chapter, verse number 1 said, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside. All right, here's what we got to do. We, we've seen the past. Come to our ears and to our eyes. We've seen men and women who served God and died believing that this place would be a place where Christ was honored, lifted up for future generations. Now we've said we've come to see that take place. We've had the good fortune of being able to watch that happen. Wherefore, seeing that we're compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses, here's what we need to do. Let us lay aside every sin and wait. That does so easily beset us. We can't be beset, you see. No, no, it's way too important that we not be beset. That nothing hinder us along this journey. That we don't allow the enemy to come in and to steal from us. The good thing that's been started, that's been placed into our care. We're to carry
right. The only way that we can carry on is the name of Christ to be the witness to this world that we need to be is we've got to lay aside the sin. That's a message that'll never get old. It'll never expire as long as there's humans on the earth. We'll have to hear it. We need to repent of sin. We need to lay aside the weight that does so easily beset us. We need to run with patience the race that is set before us. Now there's a day coming that it'll end for me and uh, they'll capture this on audio at least and one of these days they may replay it. God tells you it's coming. And maybe one of you is still alive. Did you hear when they said how many uh, were alive at the dedication of the first church? And I believe they said four were present. And we asked how many were alive that was dedicated. There was one, one that was present that night. Five that had been, seen the old church, but one that was at the dedication. If we dedicate or we celebrate this dedication 52 years from now, 50 years from now, will you be one of those that are still faithful to God? See, the time to do that is now, to make up your mind right now. I'm going to sell out for Christ, and I'm going to live for Him. He's worth it. I believe every one of them men that preached to us this evening believed he is worth it. Seventy-five, one of them sick, and the other one been sick and couldn't can't preach. There ain't no place to give up, people. If you think this is about laying it down, part timing it, you're wrong. Now is the time. We need to make up our hearts and our minds and to commit, as our forefathers did, to serve Christ with all of our heart and to see his goodwill done in this place. This place. This is your home, and it's worth fighting for. It's worth living for. Thanks be to God. It's worth it. God tells his coming and this church makes it another 50 years and I pray it will. It'll take people continuously repenting, admitting their fault before God, loving one another, forgiving one another, and exalting a book that never fails. I love him today and I love you. I love this church. And I thank God that the same spirit they had We've still got Amen. Amen. Bless his holy name. I know the man they were preaching about. He's still real to me. I bless his good name tonight. Thank him for the privilege to be here. What a sweet spirit. It's blessed my soul just to be a part of it. Listen. I, the, the Bible tells us we ought to be proud in ourselves, but we can be proud of this. God's made a place, place where we can come together and worship. And I don't know that it's like there at every place called a church. I don't know that it's like that. 
But I certainly believe that God's been faithful to us. I believe there were men and women that laid it on the line with God every day for New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. And I want to be one of them that keep on praying for this place that God will make it a soul winning station for every generation that comes to pass that this place will be here for the souls. Let's make a commitment this evening. Um, I want to end in prayer. I'm going to have an altar prayer, but I want to end in prayer. And I want you to help me pray and join me in prayer. I'm going to ask us to stand and everybody to join us in prayer from your heart. Now, you're going to have to pray this from your heart because this is your commitment. Right, this is yours to make. I'm going to pray mine. And I don't mind praying it out loud. But I hope you pray yours. Let's make a commitment to God. Let's let him know that we're in this to the end. That we're going to follow him and we're going to serve him. We're going to lift up Christ in this place, in our homes, in this community. We're going to do the best we can. So in those few short years that I've got left, I might make a difference for that next generation who having but a memory of me or you might say to the next generation, He's worthy of our service. He is worthy of our praise. The greatest privilege we've got, friend, is to serve Him. Bless His holy name. And it matters. Say, does it matter? I'm one to say it matters. What they did made a way for a little boy one night at nine year old sitting in this place in 1976. While everybody else was just minding God, he came and visited me. That mattered. That mattered. That somebody cared enough that this church would be a place where God could move. It mattered then and it matters now. We need to be a part of this good thing. Let God, God rule in this place. Would you make a commitment with me? The dedication tonight is not necessarily for the church. It's already here. God's already made his mark. We got a graveyard of witnesses in the last 90 years. Lives that were changed because they walk through the doors of this place. What I want to ask God to do is to receive my dedication that I would dedicate to God the remainder of my days to serve Him with all of my heart and soul. So that if He tears His covenant 
my grandchildren will have a place. That's right. That I know they'll find God. Would you make that with me? Let's dedicate our hearts to God today. And we'll do that as we dismiss in prayer. If you can stay with us. I think they left the food, so whatever's left, we'll we'll graze over it. Sure be good to be here. Thank you, David. Appreciate all the hard work and doing that. I know it took hours and hours. Thank you for that. If you'd like a copy of it, I'd say it's available. I'm not sure all like that, but certainly the service is available if you'd like to copy of it. Well, before we pray, somebody with a word you just need to share. Same God, same gospel. <laughs> same gospel. Yes, sir. Can I say something funny? Say it. I thought the funniest thing that ever happened in this church going here all my life was one night the church was just crowded and we were having an awesome meeting. We had singers visiting and they were the power of the Lord would really come down. And Kenneth Potter gets so scared when there's a big crowd here. Anybody that's been here long enough to know him knows his knees are knocking when he gets up here to lead the singing. He come up here to lead the singing and he forgot my name. <laughs> he said, Big Mama, would you come here? <laughs> I thought nothing could cap that until in this, in this today, I heard me walk from the back to the piano with spike high heels on. I was 19 years old. What did you wear back then? You know? I thought that was pretty funny. Thank you, Big Mama, for that. You're welcome, sir. (laughs) It matters. It matters. This is it matters. Do not give up on this. This is the good stuff. This is what's worth fighting for. Do not let it. It matters. If they have to wheel you in one day and prop you up in the seat, give it all. Give it all for him. It'll matter. Amen. Somebody else? Church, and I miss him still yet. I mean, 
1972 pickup with a 14 foot John boat behind it and let me drive it, 14 year old, all the way across to, to uh, Collinwood. <laughs> you know that. I was 14 years old and drove the dragon with a boat behind me. treated all of us like that. All of us young, every young person that grew up in this church was loved by Chick Rock. He hauled us all over the county singing and back and fed us everywhere he could feed us and took us to his house on Sundays and made us wear ourselves out playing basketball and then loaded us up on cold drinks and snacks. He just loved us. It matters. Yeah. It matters. He loved other churches in our association. He loved everyone. Daddy led singing for years and years. And he took me and Daddy to Meta Branch almost two weeks in a row. And he had a 57 Buick car. And that thing would fly. <laughs> it felt like I was floating across that mountain going to Meta Branch. And he come back across there a lot faster than we went across. And I would just feel like after I laid down that night, I was still floating. I'd never go car. Now, he had to be a godly man. He had to get up and go be at work at 6 o'clock at the Lumen Company. Well, they were a lot like you. Oh, yes. We, we, we've had... Yes. And I... And I and I believe it was since 1932. There's, there's been men and women of godly character and faith that have lived it and loved it in this church. And it's made a difference. Um, I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I hope that if nothing else, you see that what God did in 1932, I believe He wants to continue until He comes. And it's up to you and I to, to dedicate ourselves to Him. And let's let's be what he's called us to do. Give yourself to this cause. It matters. Would you stand with us and would you pray your own prayer? We want to do that as we close in prayer. And uh, 
Bow with us if you would. Father, we need you tonight. We see such a good word that has been done. Such a cloud of witnesses, Father, that many of them have spoke from the very first day that this church was established. There were men and women who were able to speak to our hearts about Lord, the commitment that was made and the dedication that was given to a place, a building, something that was created and dedicated for your, your sake and your will. And Father, here we are some nine decades later. We're just a small part of such a big thing. We're so grateful, Son of God, to be a part of this good place. And Lord, for those who are members of this church who don't seem to care or love it, how pray for them. Oh, how they're missing such a joy and a wonder, God, to be a, a, just a part of something that, Lord, is yours. We thank you for a place and a people who've committed themselves for you. God, we just lay before you a life tonight asking that you would help me. Help me to lay aside, Father, the sin, the weight that was easily beset. Help me to run the race with patience. Make a commitment to you, Father, that to you who is the author and the finisher of our faith, that God, you'll just make a way for us to be faithful to one another here. That we would commit ourselves to serve, and to love, and to pray, and to forgive one another. And as we go forward, till you come again, that this place would be your place. That this place would bear your name. And that your children would be here. That this would be a place where sinners can come to hear a gospel that has not changed. A gospel that is filled with power in your spirit. A conviction that draws them. An altar that is present. An invitation that is given. A hymn that is sung. A heart that is fixed. We pray. Help us to dedicate ourselves now to this great cause. To give ourselves to this purpose. <coughs> Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you've done. Lord, we give all expected of what you're going to do next. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.